Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. We all seem to know a couple who's trying to make the best of a blended family situation. And if you're there, we want to give you some hope today. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg and Aaron Smalley. They run the Focus on the Family Marriage Department. And the truth is that a lot of couples, a lot of families are in this situation. Really is. In our country today, one third of all weddings perform form a blended family. Hmm. So it's v- very common. And I think for a lot of blending couples as they are preparing for marriage, don't realize, maybe forget that this is a relationship that was born out of loss. So probably a divorce, a death, some loss. And so you have family members who might be still really, really hurting and their hearts are still broken and they're grieving and there may be some issues that they still haven't dealt with. And that's very, very different than when we got married and then had children, our children have been with us the whole time. It's easy to forget that these relationships are born out of loss. That's okay. That's just something that they have to be aware of so they can deal with that so that they can create the kind of blended family that they're longing to have. Mm. Yeah, and it's always good to remember it takes time. When there's been loss and pain and deep emotion, abandonment, whatever has gone on, it's going to take some time. And the research shows it takes between three and five years to truly blend a family fully. And I know as I work with blended families, when I say that, they're like, oh, my word, that's a long time. But it's just being strategic in that time. How are we going to do this in a way that feels the most safe to these kids that are hurting? How are we going to navigate this within our marriage? And so it's, it's creating an intentional pursuit of that healthy, blended family. Yeah, because as you said, and I saw a, a poster of this when I was a young man, and it stayed with me all these years, things take time. So give it time. Let's go ahead and turn to a really inspiring story of healing in a blended family situation. Um, Jim Daly talked with Lamar and Ronnie Tyler. Uh, Let's move into the marriage and the blended family situation because I think there's so much good to uh, learn from your experiences there. So you have the two children. You get married. I believe your youngest, your daughter, Mm -hmm. uh, really started calling you daddy at two years old and and there was no problem. But your older son, nine at the time, or 11-ish? Mm-hmm. About 11. 11. About 11. Yeah, yeah. A little more difficulty there. And, and again, your story is in part everybody's story. So that's why I appreciate you sharing this. But there was some more difficulty there, right? Yeah, it, it definitely was more difficulty. And I think a lot of for him was, you know, okay, here's this new man coming into the coming into the family, and he's you know, telling me what to do and how to do it and all these type of things like that. And I think at the same time, you know, he was going through preteen. Oh, yeah. Teenager time, is which, is, which is with the <laughs> biological dad. He probably was still saying, hey, this guy here trying to tell me what to do. Yeah. He shouldn't be telling me what to do. So well, in fact, friends of his, even kids were telling him, you don't need to listen to exactly. this dad because he's not your real dad. Exactly. And we saw a lot of that. And How did you address that with him? Did you ever have a chance to sit and talk with him about that? You know, I, I did. And looking back at it, definitely some things I wish I would have done differently because I think probably like a lot of men do, right, the bravado and the macho is, <laughs> you know, my, my, my stance was more so that, okay, I don't have to be your dad, but I still demand respect. 
Yeah. And it was more almost like like that military type of thing of like, okay, you don't have to call me dad. You don't have to love me like a dad, but you do have to respect me. And while I still did demand respect, I still wish there would have been some other things I could have done mm-hmm. to show him love in different ways. Well, to earn the respect. Exactly. I hear what you're saying exactly. But that's so good. How about you as mom watching this? You have to have a bit of anxiety about yeah. how my kids are going to relate to yeah. Lamar, my husband now, their father. I mean, to say the least. Um, but... When we were, when I was engaged and leading up to the marriage, I never once thought, hey, I'm going to be in a blended family. This is going to be a step family. Those words didn't even come Mm. into my thoughts. I just, and I I didn't prepare myself for the situation. I didn't prepare for myself for Lamar being the stepdad. Like it all totally just kind of blindsided me. I did not talk to my son. I did not ask him how he would feel about the situation or reassure him. I just Uh thought, this is a good guy. This is good for us pushed right on through. Mm-hmm. So that's the Go, first going thing. Going back, would you ha, you would have done that differently to engage have. your older your son? I would have. I probably because I know this, like hindsight was the, of course 2020, but I would have actually researched, you know, blended families and step families just to to prepare myself. Right. And also it's comforting in knowing, hey, you're going to experience these challenges. It's not unique and you're <clears> going to make it through. Yeah. You know, and here are some things that you can do. Um, if I had known that, things would have been better. So, And I would have talked to my son and just tried to find out how he was feeling about it um, because they're kids and they're immature. And he may have had all these thoughts through his head and I wasn't there to counter them, to mm-hmm. reassure him, to tell him, no, it's not like this. It's, it's really like this. And this is what our intentions are because I didn't talk to him about it. Other people were talking to him or he can't, kind of came up on his own decisions. So I can't blame him all the way for acting out because I just didn't talk to him about well, it. Well, and there's no guarantee that even if you did it perfectly, yeah. right. that it would have been yeah, there's the, the, the outcome you wanted. Right. Because, you, you know, God creates us with free will. Yeah. So you could, I, I just want to release you from a little guilt there because sometimes, I mean, I, I was that stepson. I had that stepdad myself and I, I was nine years old. I wasn't too kind to him. And he wasn't too kind to me. Right. And that's just the way we settled into our relationship. Mm-hmm. But but I don't know that even if he sat me down and said, Jimmy, you know, here here's the way it is. I don't know that that would have changed my perception because I'm in, immature at that time. Mm-hmm. I've got a lot of wounds and a lot of hurts. You're not my father. So, I, you know, I, yeah. I know you, you might want to do it differently. Yeah, of course. So then, of course, it's still he's going to act the way he wants. I mean, look at me. I, I did what I wanted to do, even though my parents tried. You know, right. so I definitely realized that. Mm-hmm. But to answer your question, it tore me up Yeah. to see the conflict in my family. And I had a lot of different emotions from why aren't my kids acting right? My son, you know, because he was definitely disrespectful. Yeah. At the same time thinking, okay, I don't necessarily like the way Lamar spoke to him. I don't necessarily like... Or the way he disciplined the Or kids. the way he disciplined. Or I'm not used to having someone else step up and want to discipline my children. And I didn't know I would have those feelings at first. So there was a lot going on. And the key question is, what'd you do? <laughs> I mean, how did you guys resolve mm-hmm. that? That's classic, right. even in first-time married parenting. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And this is classic stuff and where, it, wow. Well, you've and, you've and had part, disagreements? <laughs> and I, I think that part right there is so important because in blended families, it's not that it's different issues going on. The issues are just greatly compounded. Well, that's a good you, way to look at it. You know, like, like, like teens, um, if I can say, may I crazy. <laughs> um, it doesn't matter what family it's in. Right. But in a blended family, it's just different and compounded. So even yeah. when we, you mentioned discipline a while ago, yeah. like I'm much more of the disciplinarian 
Then Ron, oh, you're coming from a police military dad. <laughs> right. I, I know what no, you're talking right. about. So, <laughs> so I'm much more disciplinary than, than Ronnie may be. And we've talked to a lot of couples that are in just a biological nuclear family, and that's an issue. One of the, the husband or the wife is more, you know, in the discipline than the other person is. So with us, it just was compounded because when Ronnie would see me react to the kids, she would always talk about, and I could tell, the in some verbally, she would even say sometimes, that's just because you don't have any kids, right? Or you're, you're treating my kids this way. When I'm thinking in my head, no, I would probably treat my kids even sterner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, and it out. wasn't until we it wasn't until we had children together that she actually saw, okay, yeah. this is just the way he is. It's not he's being mean to my children, mm-hmm. right? But she didn't have anything to actually reflect that. That's upon. really interesting. So I'm not letting you off the hook, Ronnie. So how did you feeling like you're caught in the middle? How mm-hmm. did you get resolution? Yeah, um, it took some time because uh, we didn't handle things necessarily the right way initially because we didn't know we didn't we weren't educated and we didn't know some of it was just inside and it would just come out and as frustrations a lot of times we you know talk to each other you know behind closed doors not necessarily um in front of the kids like you know i didn't like the way you dealt with this with the kids or i didn't like the way you talked to my son um And so, yeah, th- th- uh, those are some of the things that um, I would I would say. And, you know, these are good things. These are practical things. This truly is. If you're a parent, you can relate to what we're talking about. I mean, yeah. that is the bottom line. Well, Greg and Aaron, the Tylers described their different styles for disciplining kids. And that's a tough one. I mean, how do you encourage couples to work through a disagreement on that topic? Yeah, well, especially, John, with a blended family, the unity is going to be huge. If husband and wife can be unified, that sets the tone with it all. The the unity is going to help those kids to feel a sense of safety between the parents knowing that they've got it, that they're working through it. And so I encourage step family parents, especially new ones, to really look at what are are our rules. Agree on those ground rules of, of what we want as we parent these kids. Okay, so let's say that we've got a couple listening and they're like, yeah, sure, can't do it. Sounds easy. We can't talk about this without getting into a spat. What's the deal? Well, get into a spat, but work through it behind the scenes and away from your kids. In other words, you have to agree on house rules. That's something that as parents... That you need to do so that you're unified, especially in the blended family. If biological kids or step kids are are seeing you guys disunified, yeah. they will work that angle. So, what if you need to go to counseling? Go to counseling. Call in. Talk to one of our counselors. Figure it out. But but you need to be unified first. Okay. So. Um... You've seen this, I'm sure, in your counseling practices. How often is it that for a couple, this is just a hot topic that they cannot seem to resolve? They have the argument, but it never gets resolved because I raised my kids this way, and just because you raised your kids that way doesn't mean that it's best for our family. Well, what do you do then? It's it's key to recognize to for these parents as they're entering into a blended family for them to be educated. And one of the biggest things that has been so helpful is educating that the biological parent is the one who has the strongest attachment with that child. They are going to have the most success. That is their role. They have the right to discipline, the right to to set rules and boundaries. So as the the parent coming in, the step parent, it's recognizing that really I'm supporting you 
in the carrying out the discipline. We need to be unified in what we're deciding, but then it's up to you to carry that out and recognizing, you know what, we are a team and let's find something that feels good to both of us. But ultimately you get the call because Mm -hmm. you're the bio parent. And there's an element of respect there that I hear you kind of expressing to your spouse. I respect you enough to not get in the way of you disciplining your child. That's a pretty crucial thing to, to express publicly even to the kids, right? It really is. And in that standpoint, that step parent is the wingman to the biological parent. Mm. Because the research shows that it takes about two years before that step relationship is at a place to where that step parent can come in and do the disciplining. And this is a huge conflict for so many blended families. Mm -hmm. And again, what we're trying to say is don't go in disillusioned. Don't go in operating under some myths that, oh, we're going to all love each other instantly. Oh, Mm -hmm. I can jump right in and be a parent. You can't. It just, it takes time. So what Aaron is saying is that your job, first and foremost, as a parental unit, is to be unified. Then allow that biological parent to carry it out. Your job as step-parent is to continue to nurture that relationship that's going to take time. There will be a day that that you can equally parent your stepchild. It's it just takes time. I like that. Well, if you or one of your friends is in a blended family and needs encouragement, um, we would love to send you Lamar and Ronnie's very powerful DVD called Blended, The Unspoken Truth About Step Families. It's a resource that will give you hope, and we do have it on our website. We also have our free marriage assessment, which covers a number of healthy aspects of relationships, and some 800,000 couples have taken that now, so you'll benefit if you'll um, invest the time. It's on our website, as I said. And then uh, we do have caring Christian counselors here. If we're talking about something and you're saying, yep, it's not working for me, let us know how we can help you in that process. Uh, All the details for these resources and help and uh, contacting us are in the show notes. Next time, the Tylers share more from their journey. And for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and our entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.